Welcome to the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we aim to bring you the first principles of real estate. These are the principles of real estate that help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey, whether you're buying, selling, investing, or you're charting your course out as a property owner. Here on the Property Pulse Podcast, you found a home. I'm Dave from Real, and today we're talking about selling your investment property. This episode of the Property Pulse Podcast is brought to you by Diamondback Fighting Championship. DFC 12 is returning to the Adelaide Oval on the 4th of July. Tickets are on sale now at diamondbackfc.com.au. Given how vibrant the marketplace has been over recent times, it's easy to see why investors are seeing this as perhaps their first and best opportunity to sell in a very, very long time. For many, it's their first chance to sell since the GFC and to actually make money, which of course is the whole purpose behind having an investment property in the first place. So what are some of those mistakes that investors are making and how can you avoid them? I hope you enjoyed the podcast. So how to sell your investment property or how to avoid some of the mistakes that many investors are making right now. So investors now make up the smallest percentage of the buying public in living memory. The record levels of competition that are being experienced as well as the highest ever prices and reduced rates of return um, make it easier for investors to simply wait it out and perhaps see how the dust is going to settle on this hyperactive market before taking the plunge and adding to the portfolio. Now, this is not a COVID phenomenon. Investors have been slowly selling up over the last five or so years as the cup of coffee a day investors of the last couple of decades are now reaching retirement age. Another factor here in South Australia has been the land tax debacle. Now, Taxing of investment property is something that affects most jurisdictions around the world. And whenever governments find themselves in deficit, they'll look for ways to retrieve that money. And normally the best way to do that is through property taxation. And here in South Australia, we're not immune to that. And we had a circumstance where it was all of a sudden going to cost people a lot more to own multiple properties, mirroring the tax regimes that are seen in many other countries throughout the Western world. Now, of course, that really created a lot of hesitation in the mind of investors who might have been considering adding to their portfolio. Now, other landlords have found that a lenient residential, residential tenancies tribunal and an erosion of their rights and an increase to their obligations under reforms to the Residential Tenancies Act have made it less attractive for them to secure an extra property or two. These are just some of the reasons why there is such short supply of rental properties on the market right now. In fact, investing has never been so unattractive for landlords. In fact, many are reading the headlines in the media right now and calculating that now is in fact the ideal time to sell. And for many that had secured property uh, on the outskirts of suburbia, this represents their first opportunity since the GFC to realise a profit from their investment. Investors are usually seeking the most convenient sale possible. They want it to happen seamlessly and with the least loss of income. 
Because of this, investors usually determine to sell the property as is, in other words, selling it whilst it's tenanted, without realizing that a convenience sale is one that is most likely to cost them tens of thousands of dollars. And it isn't anywhere as near convenient as they may well assume. There are three reasons why selling an investment property as is with your tenant in occupation is a very bad idea. Number one, investors make up less than 5% of the buying public right now. So by selling an investment property as a going concern, you are eliminating around 95% of the buyers. Two, a tenant is required by law here in South Australia, no less than seven and no more than 14 days notice of an open inspection. An agent is unable to pr produce an open schedule in advance and if an agent meets a buyer at the property and the buyer wishes to view the property a few days later, the Act clearly defines this as a breach and the agent or the landlord or both could be subject to a fine of up to $5,000. And three, investors usually pay a lot less than highly emotional and inexperienced first time property buyers. So tenants control access and presentation, which are two factors that make a huge difference to the result. Another factor to consider is that most investment properties could usually do with some degree of work to better present for sale. Paint and floor coverings are the main ones and these are almost impossible to attend to for as long as the tenant is in occupation. In my professional opinion, uh, most investment properties are worth more the second the tenant vacates and even more when the property is tizzied up a little bit. The amount lost in rent by asking the tenant to vacate may be say two to $5,000 over the period of a couple of months, but the return to the seller is far greater than that. Indeed, if the property is presented well, then our marketing material looks amazing. Then the first impression is a positive one and enables the prospective purchasers to develop an emotional connection to the home, which is conducive to securing better offers. Imagine being a buyer and you walk into two open inspections on the weekend. One is vacant, freshly painted, carpeted and cleaned to a professional level with green lawns and new mulch in the flower beds, whilst the other smells of wet towels, has dishes in the sink, has way too much furniture for you to imagine where your stuff go. Now, how do you feel about those two properties? Keep in mind that people remember 11 times longer what they smell than what they see. But what you see is what triggers an emotional response. It is easy to see why selling without a tenant means tens of thousands of dollars more for the owner. If you're a property investor, then you should consider your investment property as a business. Just like every business, there is a cost associated with making money. In the case of selling an investment property, that cost may be the loss of rent and the expenses related to improving the property for sale. In my experience, and in this market, the costs uh, are more than compensated for in a higher sale price, with the additional bonus being less days on market when the home is beautifully presented for sale. And this is where my fix up 
to sell up program works so well. I'm able to access up to $35,000 at 4% term. So if you're only using $10,000, it's going to cost you $400 in interest to prepare your home for sale. Now I can manage the whole process and you can also be as actively involved as you choose. I offer my team of trusted tradespeople my acumen around what improvements to make and what color palette to work with and can often turn a home that's say a five or six out of 10 into an eight or nine out of 10 and all in less than two weeks. Our most recent fix up to sell up sale netted an additional $43,000 for the client after their expenses over and above the highest price they ever thought they were likely to achieve and that was on a $350,000 sale. We have over a dozen homes a year in the fix up to sell up program and it's ideal for investors looking to maximize their sale price with zero dollars down, no credit checks and no hassles whatsoever. It is truly that simple. We even organize the amount that you borrowed to be paid back at settlement for you. And for all of this work, I do not charge one red cent. I do this because it makes it easier for me to sell homes and it makes more money for my clients. The benefit of this is happier clients and happy clients always tell their friends. And this makes my wife happy as I earn more money at the same time as spending less time annoying her at home. So I guess everybody wins. So avoid the mistakes of other investors seeking to sell. Get several steps ahead and plan out the process of sale properly to make the most of the opportunity that selling in the best market in history provides. To learn more about our exclusive Fix Up to Sell Up program and to find out more about how we can help you make the most of selling your investment property, please feel free to reach out to us. You can do that on our socials, you can do that through this page, or you can continue to support the podcast simply by subscribing and that way you'll receive notifications of new episodes as they become available. I'm Dave Stockbridge from Real. Thanks again for tuning in to the Property Pulse podcast and I look forward to bringing you more next time. Heroes on the Homefront is a fantastic charity supporting returned servicemen and emergency workers who are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And on the 28th of August this year, they'll be holding an event at the Mount Crawford Forest. This is a fundraiser based on how far you walk. And on the day, you can walk trails as small as five kilometers, or you can just walk all day. There are several loops and trails to take and the opportunity to raise funds for PTSD sufferers of the heroes of the home front is what it's all about. So check them out on Facebook, Heroes on the Home Front. Support them if you can. And if you're really keen for a bushwalk, Well, the weather will start warming up again at the end of August, and I couldn't imagine too many more beautiful places to be than the Mount Crawford Forest. So check out Heroes on the Homefront on Facebook to find out more. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Pulse podcast once again. We've now had over 30,000 downloads of the Property Pulse podcast. So thank you for tuning in and for subscribing if you haven't already. 
please do so, so you'll receive notifications of new episodes as they become available. I'm Dave from Real, and I'll look forward to bringing you another episode of the Property Pulse podcast very soon.